This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here's one, too. You know, when it comes to the federal election campaign, just around the bend, uh, two and a half months out, and apparently the people in the performing arts business are planning to hold these candidates' uh, feet to the fire and uh, explain what they plan to do about supporting Canadian content. It's called a first-of-its-kind campaign uh, called Just Ask. Let's find out what it's all about, what it entails. David Sparrow is a party to all of that as the president of ACRA National, the union representing performers across Canada, and he's joined the Oakley Show this afternoon. How's the Sparrow doing? He's doing well, John. How are you? John, he's good. Uh, I'm curious about this campaign. You are a party to it, are you not, along with IATSE and uh, several of the other performing unions? Yeah, actually, uh, three, three, uh, three unions representing about 50,000 uh, film and television workers uh, in front of and behind the camera. So IATSE is the crew union, and uh, then the DGC is the Directors Guild of Canada. Those are the directors and assistant directors and the like. And then, of course, ACTRA representing the performers, and we represent 25,000 performers across Canada. And we've decided, as you say, for the first time to uh, work together on one uh, campaign, basically to get our members mobilized to ask their local candidates in the federal election about whether they support our industry and uh, what they will do to help support that. And some specific questions, as you and I have discussed uh, before about sort of the unlevel playing field between over-the-top service providers like Amazon Prime and Netflix and Hulu and our own domestic uh, industry. And so how can we better support the jobs in Canada and the work in Canada and ensure that we're uh, representing Canadians and telling Canadian stories as well? All right. Well, you know, it seems like this now is becoming uh, kind of a, the, the complaint du jour uh, where, uh, however it's working, the uh, domestic industry, like local news. We just ran a spot not long ago, Facebook, Google eating the lunch, and, you know, uh, uh, I guess 50% of uh, journalists have lost their job in the last decade or so, and there's a media fund that I guess the Liberals have uh, ponied up, $600 million. Are you uh, similarly asking for a handout? Actually, uh, no. We're, we're asking them to uh, properly regulate our industry here in Canada to observe the fact that we are a sovereign nation and that we have our own uh, industry and our own stories to tell, and then to uh, ensure that we have a level playing field for our domestic uh, broadcasters. And the, the important thing here is that uh, we, we don't tell our members how to vote. We have members who support every one of the different political parties, but we're telling them in this election, you know what? Vote for your own jobs. Vote for your industry. Ensure that there's going to be an industry in Canada 10 years from now by ensuring that you're electing people who actually support the work that's done here in Canada by Canadians. And as I've shared with you previously, uh, it, last year it was a $9 billion industry and employed almost 171,000 full-time equivalents across Canada. And that's a big mover of our economy and our GDP. Right. And so uh, you guys, the, the, the domestic industry anyway, dips into something called the Canadian Media Fund. My understanding, Amazon, Prime, Hulu, uh, Netflix, they don't contribute that uh, to that. You, yeah. would, you would like to see that? I, w- I would definitely like to see some regulation in that regard. And, and the Canadian Media Fund, just to give uh, people a little explanation, is something that all the broadcasters pay into 
in order to have access to Canadian homes and Canadian marketplaces. This is a system that we put into place a long, long time ago, saying that the airwaves belong to Canadians and that the uh, people who access those airwaves and are able to come in and advertise to you or to uh, present their brands to you, that they should be paying something to create the content and to tell the cultural story of Canada. And uh, so that's something that we uh, are trying to get our members to ask their local candidates about. And frankly, the Just Ask campaign is also to ensure that each of the political parties, whether it's uh, the Conservatives, the Liberals, the Greens, the NDP, um, or Mr. Bernier's party, that each of these parties makes as part of their platform a, a few statements regarding culture, regarding the arts, regarding film and television, and how they see that as an integral part of what helps Canada to remain on the world stage. Again, with David Sparrow, president of ACRA National, uh, imploring the candidates in the upcoming election to better protect uh, domestic jobs in the uh, television and film industry. Now, what your complaint is that Netflix, for example, doesn't support the Canadian Media Fund or uh, domestic production, I thought they had ponied up or made a promise, a pledge of $500 million over 10 years uh, to produce Canadian content in Canada. Well, uh, I'll just be fair and say the numbers are even better than that. Their pledge was to um, invest $500 million over five years Mm. in production in Canada. Um, However, this is something they're doing out of their own largesse. It's not um, any kind of rules. And in fact, I think I mentioned to you once before that, uh, so that's about $100 million a year, that they've been doing far more than that already. So when they made that um, overture back under uh, Madame Jolie when she was Heritage Minister, in fact, it was costing them nothing. And we have to balance it with the fact that um, in 2017, they took uh, over $750 million in subscription fees out of Canada, paid no HST, no corporate tax, and nothing into the Canadian Media Fund. I think the grand picture here is whether you're talking about Britain or France or Canada or any of these uh, countries that are currently um, in talks about whether Netflix and and similar over-the-top streaming services should be regulated, do they want to have their own voice on the world stage or do they want global capitalism and the uh, deepest pockets and the most disruptive industries to dictate what their people will have access to, what they will see, and what kind of stories will be told. And we're still going to have access to watching Law & Order or any of the great, wonderful American shows that that we want to watch because our cable systems provide that. But the question is, will there be a Canadian voice, and will that voice be strong and robust and sustainable into the future? Well, I thought culture was protected under NAFTA, and if we've got NAFTA 2.0, there would still always be cultural protection, wouldn't there? Yes, they do have what's called a broad cultural exemption under NAFTA. Um, However, it's a little less under the USMCA, um, and it's a little less under the... um, the other uh, possible trade agreement is uh, slipping my mind. So at this point in time, we don't know what's going to prevail. Um, the United States Senate is asking for some changes of the uh, USMCA, and um, and so we'll have to keep a close eye on that. But again, that's something we want our government, our Canadian government, to stand fast on. The Liberals um, did stand fast on that uh, during the NAFTA negotiations, but it's always up 
for, uh, as a question because, um, the, again, these uh, big corporate players that are all multi-billion dollar companies, uh, they are looking to ensure that they have to face as little regulation as possible. And so if they could come in and take over a country's uh, cultural sector, they'd be more than happy to do that. And as you were saying a moment ago in terms of news outlets and journalists, et cetera, are we hearing our own Canadian stories, our own Canadian values and ideals and perspectives within our news, within our culture, within our shows. And uh, and so that's basically work we want to ensure that the government continues to do. And we want our members to, uh, as you said, hold their feet to the fire during this election and, and vote wisely. But I don't understand because uh, we do see exports like Trailer Park Boys, uh, Schitt's Creek, uh, and with an E, if we export mm-hmm. these things, they seem to be standing on their own all right. Uh, so it's just build a better mousetrap and uh, you'll have business, no? Well, absolutely. And yet one has to remember that most of these shows were done in conjunction with the CBC or with other domestic broadcasters taking advantage of the Canadian Media Fund. They proved their mettle um, uh, with, with the, those opportunities here in Canada telling Canadian stories. And then Netflix has um, basically licensed those to to basically share with the share outside of Canada over Netflix and with an e is a co-production with Canada and again there is some uh, Canadian money in that and so when it comes to uh, ensuring that the CMF uh, is uh, the Canadian media fund is a fund that continues to support that work that's what's going to uh, basically support our nascent projects, which then might get picked up by Netflix and and other uh, other streaming services as we go forward. Well, I know you're also asking for uh, support for public broadcasting, but like 1.5 mm-hmm. billion annually isn't that adequate for the CBC? And I'm I'm hearing the CBC and television anyway want to start competing with the privates by selling ads. Uh, is that not like wanting it both ways? Well, I personally, I would agree is that uh, we'd like to see an ad-free uh, CBC. We'd also like to see a robust CBC. Um, that, that's a, uh, a long uh, discussion as they wear so many hats. They have to produce right now most of their programming in five different languages in order to have both French and English and the various indigenous languages represented. Um, they've broken out into CBC Music and, and other uh, things. And so... Um, I think the important thing would be to recognize the success, the absolutely unmitigated success of the CBC um, in, in building this industry from the ground up since the 1940s. Yeah, but David, on. in effect, by not yeah. having a level playing field because it's weighted in favor of the CBC, it's beggaring the private industry, isn't it? Well, I think that uh, the the private sector in Canada has been doing very well and the consolidation of many of those companies into being ISP, Internet Service Providers, um, on top of being broadcasters, on top of being uh, producers. So you've got like Bell Media and Rogers and Global and the like, that uh, these companies are doing uh, very well. And the CBC, not unlike the BBC and other public broadcasters around the world or here in Ontario, uh, TFO and uh, TVO, um, these are the really ground-level opportunities to tell uh, stories that are specific to a country and that um, hopefully uh, are 
are separate from from the uh, necessary uh, bias, et cetera, that might exist in terms of a company that's just out to uh, make profits. At the same time, uh, the CBC does does need to uh, be be looked at and and made uh, stronger and and such. I just would hate to see, like I personally would hate to see, and I think Actor would hate to see uh, cuts to the CBC that that might diminish the public voice in that regard. Well, all right, uh, at the risk of perhaps diminishing the private voice, uh, but we won't quibble over that. Uh, we'll leave it for another well, I day. Would, I would I would say the private voice is is under its most pressure from outside over the top. Um, uh, you know, well, not if the CBC is selling ads, though. They're competing directly in this market and other major markets for, you know, the ad revenue that seems to be diminishing. I mean, we've just run, you know, local journalists, by the way, are uh, facing yeah. those pressures. And uh, this is why we're, we're seeing some ads uh, that are run here regularly on this show and others uh, about journalists in serious retreat. David, i got to let you go on that note. Let's pick it up uh, on another occasion and we'll argue I that. look forward to it. As do I. David Sparrow, president of Actra National. That's the union representing performers across Canada. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.